What? 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 Did I wake you? Sorry. No, I, I, I was reflecting. <clears throat> Audibly. Here. For me? The Doctor, 107 Baker Street, London, NW1. Yes, for you. Ah. Oh, my new scientist subscription is an article on black holes by John Gribben. Clever chap. Uh-uh, wrong. Mm, nearly right, yeah. You know, when it comes to black holes, <laughs> you've got to have been there, otherwise they're just not funny. It's the 20th century. I expect knowledge of black holes is limited. But growing. Growing? <sighs> if we're staying for a while, I should learn more about the culture. I'll switch on the entertainment scanner. They call it television. And here, this turns you what's on. Three channels. Three choices. Hmm. Something called the Open University. Oh, oh, let's not. Mork and Mindy? A less than accurate account of extraterrestrial life. Or a, <laughs> a regional news roundup. Current affairs? Mm, I am a bit peckish. Just the thing. Paris in 1979. Now London in 1980. Oh, how long are you planning for us to stay? Well, I thought we might see the decade what? out. Ten years? Well, or ten minutes, or until Tuesday. I haven't decided. No. Dr. Pierce, you must be professionally embarrassed by these news reports. You're a prominent archaeologist, and this fine... Look, I understand the media interest in this, but what has started as a novelty story in a local newspaper has been blown out of all proportion by the national press. Are you saying the reports are wrong? Well, no, not entirely. But our excavation has recovered genuine Iron Age relics. The discovery of this item... We can't explain it. Not yet, but we will. But it is electronic, isn't it? Yes. And it was unearthed with the other relics. As impossible. This is interesting. You'll be familiar with this photograph of the object, taken by a local journalist. Who misrepresented himself to get that photograph. He had no right to be there. Doctor, that's... I see it. A grey cylinder, clearly manufactured, made of plastic, with electronic buttons. Our excavation might have been deliberately contaminated. For what reason? And by whom? Possibly to discredit the dig. Or me. But we know. It's a Mavellum power pack. Indeed. Mavellum. The fact remains that the other artifacts date from the Iron Age, at least 300 BC, including a... What were Mavellans doing on Earth more than 2,000 years ago? Reputation, indeed. And what do you mean by that? I agreed to this interview because I wanted to correct some of the nonsense in the press. Or maybe I should have thought twice. We're glad you didn't. Thank you, Dr. Pierce. That's all we have time for, but if you have any comments, you can write in to the usual... That was a live interview. The studios are about 15 minutes away. I think we should go and speak to this, Dr. Pierce. Well, we'll have to be quick. First things first. Gladstone bag. Gladstone bag. Gladstone? Bag, yes, exactly. Uh, uh, here it is. Uh, what's in there? Do you know how to use one of these? I was top of my class at the Academy for the geosciences. I used this to help Howard Carter find Tutankhamun's tomb. <sighs> Doctor, shouldn't we go? No time for talking. Let's go. Oh, couldn't we use the TARDIS? Not reliable, I'm afraid. We could finish up in Belgium. Or well, last Friday. Taxi!
I'm... Thank you, cabbie. Here's three pounds. <laughs> Invest it wisely. Dr. Pierce. I'm not speaking to any more journalists. Oh, we're not journalists. I'm Romana, and this is the Doctor. And we're from the Archaeological Scientific Society, and, well, the Society is very keen to help you solve the problem of this anachronistic find at your excavation. We, of the Society, have experience of similar finds. Archaeological Scientific Society? Never heard of it. It's very new. Yes, brand new. In your experience, then, what do you make of this cylinder? Uh, we think it's dangerous. In what way? Well, I wouldn't like to say without examining it. Are you going back to the excavation site now? To a disused school nearby. We're using it as our field house. Can we come with you? Oh, all right. I don't suppose it would cause any more trouble than I'm already in. My car's around the corner. So far, so good. Not far now. The site's only just outside London, near the North Downs Way by Godston. The North Downs Way? It's a pathway that runs from Farnham to the coast at Dover. It runs alongside the Pilgrim's Way, a well-worn route for travellers down the centuries. I'm impressed, Doctor. Yes, the Pilgrim's Way dates from the Stone Age. Why are you excavating in this particular spot? Six weeks ago, the area was being surveyed as a possible route for the new M25 motorway. They were taking soil samples when they discovered an iron torque. They brought it to my team at the North Surrey Polytechnic, and we dated it to the Iron Age. And then you set up the dig? A geophysical survey identified some interesting features, enough to justify an excavation. We found quite a few artefacts. Remnants of personal items, a few tools, some weapons, swords, knives, arrow and spearheads. Dr Piers? Call me Carrie. Carrie, this cylinder you found, is it at the site? It's locked away in the schoolhouse. We'll be there in ten minutes. No, I'd like to visit the dig first. Well, there's not much to see at the dig, especially now it's dark. It would be invaluable to see the context of these finds. All right. Well, when we get there, I can introduce you to my deputy, Robin. He's playing night watchman. With all this media interest, we've had some incursions. If we didn't keep guard, we'd have journalists or local kids trampling all over it. There's Robin over there in the Land Rover. Robin! Brought some friends, have you? This is the Doctor. Just the Doctor, apparently. And Romana. They're from some new archaeological society. They think they might be able to help. Robin Lyon. Nice to meet you. And you. How was the interview? Oh, pretty much as we expected. <laughs> that bad. Can you show us where you found the cylinder? Follow me. It was in this trench. 
We removed five layers before we got to it. It was among remnants of clothing, also a small knife and a man's bracelet. They've all been dated to the 4th century BC. We were meticulous. Of course we were. All of our team are experienced, and either Robin or I was supervising them at all times. We can't explain it. But obviously this thing hasn't been here for 2,000 years. Well, obviously. It's a mystery. Another mystery is what happened on this spot all those years ago. The indications are that there was a violent event here. We haven't just found artefacts. We've recovered human remains. Human remains? Several skeletons. Looks like they fought a pitched battle, among themselves or with others, and lost. The skeletons all carry signs of forced trauma. They've got some right rum injuries. Such as? Compound breakages to limbs, like crush injuries. Odd marks on some of the bones. They were all out of shape. Can you take me to this schoolhouse of yours? I'd like to see those remains and the cylinder. If you know what's going on here, I'd like to know now. What I do know is that we need to survey a larger area than the one you've so far excavated. All the way up to that tree line. <laughs> that would take a lot of time and effort. In this bag, we have equipment that will get it done in no time. You're going to carry out a survey now? Tonight? The sooner we do it, the sooner we'll know. Romana, I'll leave it to you. I won't be long. Carry. Are you going to stand for this? If there's a chance he can work out what's going on here, I'll give him a little more rope. You stay with Romana. Whatever you're planning to do, it'd better not interfere with this excavation. It won't disturb anything. Now, well, here we are. What is that thing? Think of it as an advanced magnetometer. I've not seen a magnetometer like that. The society likes to use cutting-edge technology. Doctor, this is Mary. Mary, this is the doctor. Oh, hi, Doc. Oh, yes, how do you do? On washing up duties again, while the rest of them watch the football. Oh, it's Arsenal. I'd rather be doing dishes than watching the Arsenal. Now, if it was Crystal Palace. <laughs> we'll be in the workshop if anyone needs me. Are there many of you here? There are six on the team, not counting me and Robin. I see. Six. Hmm. We use this classroom as our storeroom and workshop. Only Robin and I have keys, and we supervise all of the work. Cleaning, restoration, documentation, photography. Are these all the artefacts? Most of them. Some of them have been taken back to the poly. Here's the cylinder. Ah, yes. Hmm, hello there. Mm, this is a new design, more sophisticated, and the casing more robust. New? Hmm, drained of power, of course. What do you mean by new? Do you know what it is? Hmm. It's a power pack. Its purpose is to give life to a Movellan. Movellan? Mm. A race of robots. Humanoid in appearance, aesthetically beautiful. But robots. Slaves to logic and lacking all emotion. Any questions? Give me that and get out! I've set the survey area and the pulse strength. Focusing. Are you sure this will work? Done. That's it. There's an image for me. Take a look. 
I've never seen magnetometry images anything like as good as this. Hang on, what's that? Oh dear. It's huge. And it looks like, uh, I don't know, like an inverted pyramid. Uh, it's a spacecraft. Say that again. And it's buried under our feet, alongside your excavation. I said get out. I'm telling you, this is an alien device. Do I look like an idiot? If I can open it up, I'll prove it. Why? What's inside it? These cylinders don't just give them a villain power. They contain their mission orders. If I can access these orders, we'll find out why Mavellans were on Earth 2,000 years ago. You're serious, aren't you? Mm. You said the human remains you recovered had strange injuries. Can you show me? <sighs> All right. I'll humour you some more. We have some disarticulated remains here. The more complete skeletons have gone for examination by our osteoarchaeologists. Now, let's see. Metacarpus, phalanges. Ah, yes. A radius. See here. At the proximal end, where it would join the elbow. Several are like this. The bone matter is lumpen and out of shape. We thought that maybe these people suffered from a disease that caused bone deformity. This is what happens when someone is hit with an energy weapon. The heat literally melts the bone. An energy weapon? Ugh, aliens again, is it? There is no disease and no weapon in Earth's history that could cause injuries like this. But what you're saying... Uh... It's nonsense. These bones are evidence that support what I'm telling you. I tell you what. We use 12-volt batteries like this for our electric tools at the dig. I'm going to use it to put a charge through this cylinder. Don't do that. Our property, my choice. Now, there are a couple of contact points on the end of the cylinder, so if I connect the wires here... Carrie, Carrie, this is extremely dangerous. Really? It's taken a charge. Can you see? It's perfectly safe. Yeah, yes, so it seems. Fortunately, it's not attached to a Mavella. A spaceship? Oh, come on. We need to get this information to the doctor. Can you drive me? What's that? Something underground. Something. More like someone. A Mavellan. Was she buried? How can she be alive? <sighs> Is this some kind of student practice? Were you the group that attacked me? Please, put him down. He won't harm you. Your people harmed me. They had weapons that inhibited my functions. That was over 2,000 years ago. My... Apologies. Eh? 2,000 years? That long? You're not wearing a power pack. That must have been yours that was found. How are you operating without it? You know the Mavellans. I met some of your people before. Without their power packs, they become inactive. A vulnerability we have overcome. Our power packs operate remotely. Mine has become active. Where is it? If you promise to harm no one else, I'll take you to it. No one will be harmed. You're not human, are you? I'm Gallifreyan. This object, it is your technology? It's a cellular density scanner. Using pulse energy, I presume. Baryon particle emission? Meson particles. Even better. 
I will increase emissions to maximum. What is she doing? She's energising the soil. You may have to hang on to something. Is that it? I didn't feel... Oh! The ground's moving! Something else is coming up! The ship! Is that... is that really a spaceship? That's the top of one. The Mervellans designed their ships to dig themselves in. Is that the door? Robin, come back! I'm going inside. I've never seen anything like it. Robin! Ah! There's nothing left of him. The pulse of me some particles energised the ship. The hull must have become charged. However, that charge will now have dissipated. It will be safe to board. Did you know that would happen? I did not. Is that important? Ugh, I'd forgotten how cold you Mavellans can be. Come. We will reactivate my crew. Then we will recover my power pack. Now, if I just... Done it. That's just noise. It's computer language. Oh no. What? That was the Mavellan mission order. You understood that? Yes. We've got to get back to the dig. Everyone on this planet is in the most terrible danger. Oh, come on. Their mission? To deliver the weapon that will defeat the Daleks. We are in an airlock. The outer hatch will seal, then we can enter the commander. Yes, all right. I've been in one of your ships before. We can proceed. Ship, activate. The ship responds to its commander. It's been awaiting my return. For 2,000 years? Oh, was this your crew? On the floor here? Paris and Lem. They were broken, beyond repair. What happened to them? It is unimportant. The others are here. They look as if they're asleep. The tubes they are contained in have suspended their functions. They are unimpaired and the ship is operational. Repair systems have restored all functions. Tell me, Commander, why are you on Earth? We are not here through choice. Our ship was badly damaged in a Dalek attack. We only escaped by using our warp capability to make an emergency time jump. Back in time. We crash-landed on this world, and I left the ship to scout the area. Our arrival had drawn a group of humans who attacked me. I killed some, and I drew the others off, but I was critically damaged. I went into shutdown. As did your ship. Standard procedure in hostile territory. The ship buried itself to begin its repair cycle and await the return of its commander. The crew remained suspended. Oh, your two broken crewmates. But the crash wouldn't have done that to them. They've been torn apart. Yes. But what could have... What's that? That should not happen. It's coming from that metal tube. The metal is a double-strength alloy to 
contain what is inside it. Why? What is inside it? The suppressors have failed. It is revived. What is? I am free! Chenek, you will return to containment. Narina, you live. I will break you as I broke Paris and Lem. Is that a Mavellan? A type of Mavellan. No! Let's say for argument's sake I believe you. There are these aliens called Movellans, and they're at war with these other aliens called... Daleks? Daleks, right. The last time I met them, both races were locked in an impasse, evenly balanced with computer logic cancelling out any move the other made. But now these Movellans have an anti-Dalek weapon. What could that be? I've no idea. But whatever it is, it will be horribly dangerous. Narina says you're Movellan, and you have the hair, the uniform, but... But... Well, your skin has a strange pallor, metallic. You're taller and broader than other Movellans I've seen, and Movellans don't get angry. Do they? Who are you? You are not human. I'm Romana. Are you an enemy? I will kill you if you are an enemy. I'm no enemy. I can be a friend. Chenek! A good shot, Marina. But I was built to survive wounds like this. My repair circuits have almost healed the damage. Yes. Now for you. Would you really kill your commander? Only after you've watched me destroy the rest of your crew. Chenek! Why are you doing this? Our crew became my captors. Look at them. Heron, Jal, Kala, Bren, and Sarana. Suspended and quite helpless. I'll begin with Bren. I give you his head, Commander. I will give you each of their heads. This is a Mavellan spaceship. We may be too late. Oh, my God. Is that really a spaceship? It's all true. Hang on, where's Robin? He and Romana are most likely on board the ship, which is where we need to be, if I can get through that entry hatch. This thing is incredible. What's it made of? Is that plastic? A polymer. In fact... Oh, oh now that is interesting. What? Later, later. We have to get inside. Who will be next? Serana? Or maybe Jao? Please don't do this! He cannot be reasoned with. What is he? What happened to him? A breach alarm. Someone is trying to enter the ship. I know how to deal with this. That's odd. You got it open? I don't think I did. 
And I didn't close it either. Then who did? Intruders, you will identify yourselves. Hello, I'm the doctor, and this is Carrie. What are you doing here? Oh, oh uh, just looking for friends of ours. Names of Robin and Romana. Are they here? Please, they're friends. They don't mean harm. The man used a sophisticated sonic device that is a threat to this ship's security. He's a good man. I will eliminate all threats. No! How much of a threat can they be? I'm increasing the air pressure. It will build until it crushes no, them. No, you can't. Pressure building. Oh, my eyes! Ah, uh, my throat! Whoever you are, stop this! Let's talk! What little effect it has on me. I won't shoot you. I'll fire at these engine controls. I'll do a very thorough job. Chenik, it would take the ship weeks to repair such damage. I could crush you. Not before I pull the trigger. Now restore the pressure! Oh. 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 Uh, Is it stopping? Yes, the pressure's normalizing. And it seems we're being invited inside. Anywhere is better than here. Indeed. Indeed. Well, hello there, Romana. I assume we have to thank you for saving our lives. You're welcome. Are these your aliens? Mavellans. Although you look different, old chap. New design. What are you doing here? Careful, Dr. Chenek is unstable. Why are you here? Unstable? Is that why there are pieces of Mavellan on the floor? Trenek had started to destroy my crew when you arrived. I am Narina, commander of this mission. And why would Trenek do that? Well, at a guess, I'd say they've been experimenting with emotional coding. Ah, is that what you've been doing, Commander? Introducing emotion into a Mavellan? Is this your anti-Dalek weapon? 
How can you know that? From a mislaid power pack, yours perhaps. I noticed you aren't wearing one, and yet you're standing up. They've developed the design since Scaro. Very wise. Wait a minute. Where's Robin? Uh, Carrie. I'm sorry. Why sorry? Where is he? If you mean the human male, he is dead. Vaporized. No! It was an accident. Possibly. Possibly? I'm so very sorry, Carrie. Have they killed him? Enough! You are all a threat and you will be disposed of. Ah, oh, now can't we be reasonable? What about a show of trust, hmm? Romana, put the gun down. Well, if you're sure. They're killers! What are you doing? Carrie, please. We are not a threat, Chenik. We want to help you. I need no help. You are an enemy combatant. You will be destroyed. This area will be secured to within 15 miles, and all life inside it will be extinguished. His combat protocols seem to have gained the upper hand. That area would include most of South London. What of it? Two or three million people. You are operating outside mission parameters, Chenek. You are also classified as an enemy combatant. Oh, how sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless robot. <laughs> Chenek, wait, wait. I have something. Look, look. What is it? A Zeus plug. What is its function? Oh, many uses. I mean, if I press it to your neck... <laughs> all of you, run! Harry! I'm coming! You too, Commander. I will take a gun. No hard feelings, Janet. Bye-bye! Come with me. Coming, Doctor. Quick, get in my car. We have to wait for the Doctor. Romana, go with Carrie. Narina, with me. Other keys in the Land Rover? There should be. Good. Narina and I will draw Chenik away. We'll meet back at the schoolhouse. Uh, be careful! You want me to leave in this vehicle with you? We need to get somewhere else to plan our next move. Well? The plan has merit. Where are you? Ah, he doesn't look happy. Get in, get in. Right, let's put some distance between us and Chenik. Good grief. He's running right behind us. Such speed is a feature of the prototype design. But we're doing 60 miles an hour, and he's getting closer. My word, he's quick. Hold tight! After we reach the schoolhouse, we'll get word to the police. We've got no working phones, but I can send one of the team into Godston for a phone box. Your police won't be able to help. The doctor and I can. Oh, yes? Well, then tell me, what is that Chenek thing? Well, I think he's an experiment gone wrong. Yes, he'll keep going until we run out of petrol. Or hit a tree. Chenek is still following us. A moment ago you called him a prototype. Romana was right, wasn't she? That is certain. He's been programmed with emotion. He's the test subject. A stratagem to break the stalemate in our war against the Daleks. A warrior with heightened abilities, greater speed and strength. But also with independent, random thought. Greater speed, certainly he's getting closer. They have to do something. What? There's a bend coming up. 
When we're out of sight, we're going to jump. I understand. A subterfuge. A reckless one at this speed. Uh, ready? This is terribly dangerous. You go first. I'll follow. Oh! 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 oh. Are you in one piece? I'm undamaged. You made sounds as you jumped from the vehicle. Why? It's called pain. It happens to organics. Autonomic responses. I understand. Of course you do quickly now, into the forest. Chenik's no fool. When the Landover crashes and he finds it empty, he'll come looking for us. get everyone together. Although how do I convince them there's a killer alien out there? I'll help. Let's try to convince them before that killer alien gets here and they see for themselves. Stop for a moment. I need to get my bearings. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. Second star to the right and straight on till morning. What? Or till the schoolhouse at least. But we'll wait here for now. Make sure Chenek isn't nearby. And then you can tell me what went wrong with your prototype. You expect me to divulge classified data? Look, I can only help you, Commander, if I have all the facts. Surely you can see the logic of that. Some detail, perhaps. Go on. We were transporting Chenek to Mavella 5 for field trials. En route, we detected a Dalek squadron. They had superior numbers. I ordered an evasion course. And what happened? Chenek seized the controls and initiated an attack. He destroyed one Dalek ship. The others turned on us. We were lucky to survive. He had been built to kill Daleks, and so he killed Daleks. He lost all self-control. He would not respond to any order. When we crash-landed on this world, we restrained him. But not before he destroyed two of my crew. He was placed in his container and subdued with a suppression field. The experiment back in its box. When the ship reactivated, the suppression field was faulty. He escaped. What was your model for his emotional programming? Why? Well, Chenik is a robot, hmm? built to be a soldier. He is also meant to think for himself. If you didn't use a compatible emotional model, he will feel confused and conflicted. What was your model? We should move on. We will go to this schoolhouse. You indicated this way. What are you hiding, Commander? Eh? What are you hiding? No, come on. You can't be serious. Aliens? Perfectly serious. Listen, Robin is dead. 
And if we don't act quickly, we'll join him. Good evening, everyone. Did you lose Chenek? We did, we did. Not sure for how long, though. My power pack is here. Can you detect it? It is close. I must have it. I'll fetch it for you. Target acquired. A building of stone and wood construction. Fortifications are not apparent. There is a vehicle. There you are, Narina, your power pack. Thank you, Doctor. What's that? Chenek is here. He must have tracked us. He's wrecking my car. He's tearing it apart like it's tinfoil. Chenek is five times stronger than any other Mavellum. He's removing our means of escape. He's walking back into the trees. Maybe he's leaving. It's more likely that he's getting the lay of the land. He'll want to know the extent of our defences before he presses his attack. We don't have any defences. Oh, well, happily he doesn't know that. Not yet. But when he comes, we have to be ready. We'll need lookouts on every side. Doctor? Yes? Oh! Oh! What was that? What just happened? Killed him! What was that? The doctor has value as a prisoner and is only unconscious. However, this gun is now set to kill. You will all do exactly as I say. You will go outside. Out there. You will distract Chenik. While he hunts you down, I will return to my ship and revive my crew. We will then restrain him as we did before. You three. Us! You will be first. Go. Send them out there? Narina, don't do this. You could be sending them to their deaths. They will certainly die if they stay here. Oh, she'll kill us! Run! Mary, no! Come back! Dan! Peter! Now you two. Come on, Carrie. The others will need our help. Like we have much choice. We'll head for those trees. Go! Which leaves three of you. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going out. Come on, that's not right. Come on. Which way did the others go? That way. Through the trees. I can hear them. Oh, stop for a moment. What was that? Did you see that? It's Chenek. He's so fast. Oh, that was Mary. Has he killed her? He may not mean to kill us. For now. No, no, please, 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 no. There are better ways of doing this. Please, no, please. Enough. Get outside or I'll shoot. Marina? Doctor. Recovered already? Remarkable. Marina? Still wearing your power pack? So? Well, before I gave it back to you, I synchronized it with this. What is that? My sonic screwdriver. (sighs) They're all safe now. I discharged her power pack. She's quite unconscious. Where are Romana and the others? Outside. She forced them. As bait, no doubt. There's Mavellan ruthlessness for you. Look out of the window. Any sign of the others? No one. Hopefully they've gone to ground somewhere safe. I need your help. 
First, I need to move Narina somewhere enclosed, no windows. And tell me, do you listen to music in your spare time? Did you hear that? Listen. What? That must be your friends. Over there. Oh, they are still alive. Slowly. Chenek could be close. Careful! Ow! What's that? They're surrounded by an energy field. It's suppressing them, keeping them barely conscious. I have something that should dissipate the field. Oh, the doctor has something like that. Well, this is my own design. Much better. You did it. It's me, Carrie. You're going to be all right. Yes, I think they are. Chenek didn't harm them. But why hold them here? Questions, yeah. Well, it's just lots of questions about... about the schoolhouse. So now he knows it has no defences. Welcome back, Commander. Please stay in the chair. Any sudden move and I'll discharge this power pack again and you'll go straight Back to sleep. Where are we? In the cellar. I'm sorry it's a bit dark. I wanted somewhere we could talk alone. Away from the humans? Interesting. What shall we talk about? Chenek. Chenek will be captured and returned to the homeworld. The faults will be remedied. And ultimately, Narina, you'll create an army of these super mervelons. For deployment against the Dalek hordes. To break the impasse and ensure our victory. First over the Daleks and then the entire galaxy. How odd. You speak without emotion. You don't rant. But that's the only difference between your rhetoric and that of the Daleks. Is that meant to be an insult? An observation, Narina. But shall we continue our earlier conversation? What programming method have you used for Chenek? And how did a race of robots come up with a model to simulate emotion? With your question, you get to the nub of our problem. Our scientists were hampered by their own logical thinking. They could not conceive of the necessary algorithms to overcome logic and replace it with instinct. And so? So they collected human specimens, detritus of the Dalek Wars, a few hundred survivors of a slave workforce on Solana's Gamma. They did what? The specimens were placed in combat scenarios where they were observed and their responses tested. Combat scenarios? They fought with each other and against Mavellans. Most died, of course, but those who survived obviously had the correct instinctive responses. They were subjected to thorough examination. What sort of examination? Dissection of the brain and related nerve functions. This was compared to their bioresponses collected during combat. Dissection? From this, our scientists constructed a template for a Mavellan, physically enhanced for war to be programmed with a simulation of humanoid combat thinking. The early results were promising. The results are irrelevant. You slaughtered hundreds of people to make your warrior? Yes, a logical methodology. You're as bad as the Daleks. Prosecuting your war over the bodies of the innocent. The bodies were disposed of in a manner requested by the specimens before they died. They were placed in the ground. A grave to bury your shame. We are not capable of shame, Doctor. Ah, precisely. But you're capable of a most enormous mistake. A mistake? Yeah. You mapped the thinking processes of human warriors. 
Yes. And in your logical way, you thought this would provide a template for your warriors. It is logical. But those humans were not warriors, Narina. As slaves of the Daleks, they would have been terrified. When abducted by you and forced to fight to the death, they would have been beyond terrified, pushed to the very edge of reason. No wonder Chenek acts like he does. He's been programmed with an instinct to strike out at anyone and everything just in order to survive. He is filled, filled with fear. Very insightful, Doctor. This is most valuable information that we will take back to the homeworld. I'm afraid I can't allow you to return home. What? You made a time jump to escape the Daleks. An emergency random jump with no calculations. You won't have known how far back you travel. How far? I noticed your ship's hull is made of a polymer. A polymer that won't exist anywhere for at least another 300 years. That means you are still in your past. The Chenik experiment has yet to happen. But this is excellent. We can correct the mistake before it happens. Centuries before. A time paradox? What? That would have disastrous consequences. I can't allow it. I must notify the Time Lords. We will not be the prisoners of you or your Time Lords. We will go home. Our scientists will undo the mistakes of the future. Chenek is a mistake, as you say. He will be analysed, and then he will be disassembled and destroyed. And will you also place me in a grave? Chenek, how long have you been lurking in the shadows? Long enough. There is a hatch at ground level used for delivery of fossil fuels. I learned of it from the humans. It allowed me to enter by stealth. I hope you haven't hurt those humans. Ah! I will hurt who I please, Doctor. It may please me to hurt you. No one here. Where are the Doctor and the others? And Narina? Maybe she's gone back to her ship, like she said. Hmm, perhaps, except... Look, her gun, on the floor there. She's not likely to have left without it. I'll keep hold of that. We'll look around. Be careful! You can live. Oh. Thank you. I heard what you said. I cannot control myself. Is this as you said? Is this fear? The fear of the human slaves who died in this experiment. Chenek, you must remember that above all, you are Mavella. I am your mistake. You have made me so I do not know who I truly am. I am confused. Chenek, you've been given the brain processes of a free-thinking man. Added to the programming of a Mavellan robot, the two are incompatible, but I can help you. How? I can reprogram you. I can override the robotic side of your nature, switch off the Mavellan identity. Reprogram me? He would deactivate you. <laughs> would you deactivate me, Doctor? No, Chenek. I would not deactivate you, absolutely not. Doctor? Pramana, stop there. That thing is here. Harry, <laughs> no! I hit him! Carry. Put the gun down. These things killed Robin. Chenek, please don't hurt her. Chenek, don't! She tried to kill me. All of the humans want to kill you, Chenek. Destroy them. Chenek, Narina, listen to me. What? 
I wasn't entirely honest about why I brought you down here. A room with no windows, just solid walls. My young friends loaned me their music speakers, placed in each corner connected to this microphone, because I know something about Mavellans. You are susceptible to particular sound waves. The sound waves disrupted their systems. Doctor, you turned this place into a Marvellan trap. Oh, I wasn't certain it would work. In a room with windows, it wouldn't. They would have shattered. It worked rather marvellously. Where are the rest of my team? Keeping their heads down in the workshop. We can tell them to come out now. Then we have to get these two back to their ship. Romana and I have work to do. Gives me the creeps being back on this ship again. It won't be for long. This ship's got the equipment we need to adjust Chenik's Mavellan programming. Now that he's linked into the diagnostic systems, we just have to access his chest plate. Now, let's see. Oh, my. That's quite a smorgasbord of circuits and wiring, but still, yes! This breadboard PCB contains core circuitry. Romana? I see where to make the first block. Carrie, could you pass me a quantum scalpel? It's the blue rod on that tray there. I have a doctorate in history and a PhD in human sciences, you know. Oh, I'm afraid that doesn't qualify you for much when it comes to reprogramming a Mervellon. One quantum scalpel. Thank you. While you block and reroute the circuitry, I'll enter the new coding. Of course. Ah, first blocking done. Mm-hmm. I'm inputting his new coding. Steady, Romana. His memory buffers are activating. I'll bypass them. Done. I'm eliminating his core battle programming and augmenting the AI framework. Not long now. That's it. All done. That's the last line of the coding. We can close him now. He should revive shortly. Success? Uh, we'll soon know. If we've got it wrong, be ready to run. Uh, Chenik? Doctor. How do you feel? I... I feel... <laughs> Laughter. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. Can robots laugh? Oh, he just did. I, I... I feel... so different. The fear, the anger, gone. And by removing your combat protocols, that's eliminated the confusion you felt. If I am not a warrior, not a fighter, what am I? Oh, you're unique. A Mavellan with independent existence. Can I speak to Narina? I'll revive her. Listen to me, Narina. I am not your experiment anymore. You are Mavellan. You will obey. We'll take you somewhere safe, Chenik. I say no! Ah. Ah. It's time you met my crew, Doctor. The Mavellans are waking up. Mavellans destroy everyone here, beginning with that. Yes, Commander, we understand. Exper
experiment being restrained. We spared you before, Chinook, but this time we will render you in pieces. Ramana, get Carrie out of here. They're between us and the door. I am too strong for your crew, Narina. That is what I believe the organics call delusion. Let us find out. Doctor, get your people out of here. Ramana, the way's clear. Go. Come on, Carrie. Jenna, come with us. No, I'm taking them away, Doctor. Get out. I've started the engines. Go, Doctor! Good luck, Janek! Doctor! Over here! There it goes! That's a very fast takeoff. Too fast, Janek. Too fast! We need the Doctor's knowledge, Chenek. When we have destroyed you, we will return for him. You will not. You will be destroyed and we will return to Earth. You know this is certain. I am free thinking. I make my own choices and I make this one. You have destroyed us all. That is not logical. Exactly. Why did it blow up? Perhaps a self-destruct device. Or Chenik exposed the engine core. At full acceleration, that would have had a catastrophic effect. <laughs> they waited over 2,000 years, only to be destroyed. There's no chance anyone's going to believe this if I tell them. I'll speak to the team. Our reputation can recover from the news reports, but not if we start saying we've met alien robots. Robin died. I have to explain that. Did he have any family? No. He was a bit of a loner. He'll be remembered by you. Always. Mm. Let's get back to your friends. Hang on. What? You don't belong to any archaeological society. You're not alien robots too, are you? <laughs> well, aliens, yes. Robots, no. Oh. Well, that's all right then. <laughs> Master Bluejaw, chained hard to the Book of Futures, wisest son of a skull. 
Tell us what we're here for. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. The Fourth Doctor Adventures, The Skin of the Sleek. We cannot begin at the beginning. That was once upon a time, long gone, like a dream lost in the deeps. A star falls from the sky. A man, a doctor with a box. A girl caught in the nets. A hunter who'll be hunted. Here, come on, lean on me. I'm very much obliged to you. Take it easy. I'm fine. You were nearly drowned. Did I have a friend? She's still out there. Friend? Romana. Captain? <laughs> well, here's a strange cat. Found her caught in the Dawnward nets. It can't be. Sartea Cara Dinora. What are you doing here? Well, I could ask you the same. This planet has a strange nature, neither fish nor fowl, nor sea nor land. That's why we're here. The coordinates indicated the planet Thunderer in the southeast galactic delta. We've only found one settlement. Yours isn't the only ship wrecked on this sodden planet. Tomorrow leads into tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow, and tomorrow. Big finish. We love stories. There are these aliens called Movellans, and they're at war with these other aliens called... Daleks. Daleks. Right. The last time I met them, both races were locked in an impasse, evenly balanced with computer logic cancelling out any move the other made. Tom Baker as the Doctor. My name is Lala Ward, and I play Romana in her second incarnation. Well, hello there. Romana, I assume we have to thank you for saving our lives. You're welcome. Are these your aliens? Mavellans. Although you look different, old chap. New design. What are you doing here? Careful, Doctor. Chenek is unstable. I'm a terribly visual sort of person, so I do tend to visualise. And I suppose it's easier for me because I have I know what the Mavellans looked like, I know what the spaceship looked like, I, I remember the story. It's bizarre that one should because it's so very, very long ago, but I do. I remember scenes like pl- playing the um, um, scissors, paper, rock scene in it and in the middle of that spaceship and everything. I actually remember the spaceship quite well and I can't have seen it for 30 odd years. It's very strange. It's a power pack. Its purpose is to give life to a Movellan. Yeah, I do remember them. Suzanne Danielle, yes, very glamorous. And she married a famous British golfer. A race of robots, humanoid in appearance, aesthetically beautiful, but robots, slaves to logic and lacking all emotion. Well, I remember their rather wonderful costumes with their sort of silver dreadlocks and tights and things. They did a lot of sort of slow-mo-y stuff, didn't they? They were, they kind of died in slow motion and stuff, which I should think was largely so they didn't get their costumes all messed up. Um, and a lot of filming in horrid quarries and having to be put in that plastic sort of tube thing, which was extremely claustrophobic and unpleasant. I mean, it was see-through, but it was sort of rather horrible being cramped up in this plastic tube. 
Who directed this one? Was it Ken Grieve? Oh, yeah, it may have been Ken Greaves, yes, he was quite funny. Ken was very funny, and he used to direct rather in the style of uh, Dougie Camfield. He used, to, he used to plot it like a military operation, yeah. Ken Greaves, yeah. So mostly I remember being in Dorset, I think it was somewhere near Swanage, and we were in a um, quarry, as one often is in Doctor Who, and, and Tom's excitement about being allowed to press the button that blew up the Daleks. I just <laughs> remember mostly about that. What did you think about the idea of bringing back Davros at the time? Well, I think, actually, it, it is a very grave error to actually say never on a wonderful villain, isn't it? And especially within the dynamics of our programme, when people can go through time, backwards and forwards through time. So I think it would be madness to, to even think about uh, Davros not being with us. I mean, we got a great start. It was a wonderful makeup, of course, but it, that real start was the malevolence of Michael Wisher's performance. He was absolutely terrific. He took it so seriously and didn't realize that we were sometimes giggling at him. And at one time, you know, he, he was a smoker. In those days, lots of people smoked. And I do remember uh, he, could, he could smoke even in rehearsals. And we used to wear a bag over his head because he thought that was character building. And, uh, but every now and then a cigarette would go inside the bag and he'd have a drag on his cigarette and there were holes in the top of his bag and the smoke would come out as if he was on fire. And who was the other one who played him? Goodison, yes. Davis Goodison. Marvellous, oh, so many memories. I've got the book of the, you know, the, the, of the whole period of my being Doctor Who and I often late at night before I turn in have a glance at the cast list and, and, and Google them up to see how they are. Yeah. <laughs> and now my happiness goes on here at Big Finish. I'm going to do some bits with the Doctor and Narina. So, <coughs> Lala, you can yes. have a little lie down. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, go into the green room, I don't think. <laughs> I suppose you can lie down. My name is Polly Walker and I'm playing Narina. My name's Chris Jarman, I play Chenick. I am not your experiment anymore. You are Mavellan. You will obey. We'll take you somewhere safe, Chenick. Yeah, well, I'm obviously a big Doctor Who fan, and, um, you know, I remember hiding behind the sofa as a child, so to come and do something like this and say the lines and be a character in it is pretty cool. I like the idea of playing, you know, somebody who, you know, the commander, you know, a strong part and with little emotion, and, um, yeah, it was a fun experience to be involved in it. I am too strong for your crew, Narina. That is what I believe the organics call delusion. Let us find out. Chenik is, um, well, to my mind, uh, you know, a, a character that has been um, enslaved, abused, um, with the with mindset of multiple. Um, terrified human beings uh, mixed with his um, Mavellan um, structure and order. So the two uh, don't sit well within within his mindscape and it's about his redemption and, um, and ultimately uh, self-sacrifice. That is not logical! Exactly. I've never done anything like this before so it's totally new and I'm yeah it was very painless it was you know you're in your booth you you do it and then you know two and a half hours later it, it's done you've done a whole episode as it were it's amazing 
And you don't have to worry about what you look like. All ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. And cue. Marina says you're Mavellan. And you have the hair, the uniform, but... But... Well, your skin has a strange pallor, metallic. You're taller and broader than other Mavellans I've seen. And Mavellans don't get angry. Do they? Who are you? You are not human. I'm Romana. Are you an enemy? I will kill you if you are an enemy. I'm no enemy. I can be a friend. I had no idea what to expect, actually. Um, it's. It, it, I mean, it's been a blast. It's been. It's been a lot of fun. Um, also, because I hadn't experienced doing um, doing something like this before, um, it's it's been a massive learning curve for me. Um, it's great because the other readers, you've got some fantastic actors, so so it's really good to play against. Um, so I didn't know what to expect, but when I got here, I was made to feel very, very warm, and very welcome. So, so that was good. Um, and they, it, you know, they let me play. So, so that's great. And Chris, could you do me an "I Am Free" and do a big cry before "I Am Free," like you're bursting out, Rah! and okay. then then the "I Am Free." Okay. Yeah. Which can be just as big. Okay. Here we go. And cue. Chris and Polly were lovely to work with. Chris has got the most wonderful voice. Um, and did all that kind of groaning and, and screaming and yelling and growling and stuff. Apps, that sort of bass baritone growling is really, really good. It's lovely working with such a professional cast. I am free! Chenek, you will return to containment. I'm a big fan of Doctor Who, so the stories have been, I don't know, uh, around my life for quite some time. And I have been a fan for for years so uh, so yeah getting the opportunity to be in one is is uh, is you know it's a coup it's very good how's your hearing john fun <laughs> without a single <laughs> nanosecond pause straight in it's much better now thank you nick is much better, better? So, i can yeah. hear myself now a little good bit. good thank you very much hello i'm john banks and in this story i am playing robin lyon nice to meet you oh working with tom baker is just you know, I've said it so many times, the the pinch yourself moments at Big Finish are endless. Um, I've just had my photograph taken with Tom Baker and I've worked with him now, you know, half a dozen times, maybe 10 times or whatever. And, and I still can't quite bring myself to believe that we're having conversations together as one actor to another. Uh, and I can't believe that he knows my name. He actually, the last time I worked with him before today, he called me, he mentioned me in the studio and I was in the studio with him and he used both my names. I mean, I thought I was pretty impressed that he, he, he called me John, but to actually say something about John Banks, I was bowled over. Can you take me to this schoolhouse of yours? I'd like to see those remains and the cylinder. If you know what's going on here, I'd like to know now. What I do know is that we need to survey a larger area than the one you've so far excavated. All the way up to that tree line. That would take a lot of time and effort. And Tom is, you know, I don't need to say that he's a legend, uh, you know, within and without the confines of uh, of Doctor Who. I mean, I've seen him in, in Pasolini movies. You know, I remember studying Pasolini at university and I was thinking, I'm now working with someone who's worked with Pasolini. And he's just fantastically generous. He's 
very funny guy to the point where I actually sometimes think, so what are we doing with the script here? Why don't we just come in and record Tom chatting and being very funny? And he's just a, an absolute delight to work with. Um, always full of ideas, um, but not in, a, in any kind of an overwhelming sense. You know, he's very, very easy to collaborate with. I mean, it's it's an extraordinary thing. I, You know, I am... I'm bowled over as a Doctor Who fan to be in the same room and I have to remember that we are working together and that I'm not just here to sort of listen and grin with a sort of childlike face and listen to his stories. Narina, you live. I will break you as I broke Paris and Lem. Is that a Mavellan? A type of Mavellan. No! I've done sci-fi. I've done... What have I done? I've done Warehouse 13 in America and... Caprica, yeah, you know, the spin-off of, from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, so it's it's not a, you know, those sorts of, that sort of language and, and those sorts of actions aren't unfamiliar to me. They're not alien to me. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a world that I'm familiar with. I'm not thrown by it, whereas perhaps some people... Is there something about sort of the big ideas in science fiction that give you something to, to really play? Yes, I mean, the... Yeah, they're big ideas, and I suppose there's a there's a big dr- you know there's huge drama attached to all the sort of scenarios. So, you know, it's not that you're coming in and discussing sort of mundane things. You know, you're talking about possibility of the end of, you know, human life or you know, d- death and destruction, and you know, it's all pretty violent and it's fun. Chenek. <laughs> a good shot, Norina. But I was built to survive wounds like this. My repair circuits have almost healed the damage. Yes. Now for you. You did the TV series. I did. Yeah, a few years ago, I got to work with Matt Smith. Yes, it was. It was. It was, it was great. Um, I, I found myself smiling, maybe a little too much, just because I was part of it. It was really great, actually. You know, there's something about. Um, the pride that every department seemed to take, um, you know, in being part of such an institution uh, that, 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 you know, it's, um, words are going to fail me, but it kind of, it flows through the set and everyone is energised by this positivity. So it was, it was a real buzz to be part of. So, um, so yeah, so to get a chance to be part of it again uh, in a different format is, um, yeah, I'll, I'll jump at that. Yeah, I mean, every show that I've done since, um, I found there's there's been a, a lot of interest and a lot of people coming to when I'm in theatre, coming to stage door, um, uh, are fans of Doctor Who. So so that's um, that's always a surprise and, and and a welcome one. So it's it's great that it it has such an appeal, you know. 